Now, coming to your eyes and ears, the Truth or Bear Podcast. Please feel free to stay a while and take off your pants and jacket. And now, welcome your hosts, Kevin and Whitney. Now I want to open it up to you and I want you to talk about what you feel comfortable talking about. So a lot of the times, especially myself, uh, the guests that we have on Whitney either, well, I guess no matter what she has known longer than I have, this is the first conversation I've ever had with you. So I, I don't know what you're comfortable with me asking you. So I put a limit on myself, but I'm going to open the table up to you and allow you to talk about whatever you want. Can I safe word you? Well, yeah. What's your safe word? Pineapples. Ooh. You know what's funny is that my safe word is banana and I have a banana tattooed on my ass. It's so that when I'm like this, like strap behind my back. Right. Tap on it. It's easy. I'm done. Like that's where we're Mm. at. Pineapples. Yeah. Pineapples. Okay. And that's fine. I just, um, I guess I was going to open up the table and you can, start a conversation about a topic maybe you have specifically in mind and we can go with the flow. You said that in episode, our first episode together, it didn't get as sexual as you thought it was going to. I just thought we were going to talk about more sex. So what, that, what did you mean by that? I don't know. I, what was your best sexual experience? Not necessarily that, but I guess sex, I don't know. So not sex. But my best sexual experience, <laughs> I can tell you. Well, I mean, if you um, want to, if that's not what, what did you have in mind? I mean, I didn't have anything in mind, oh, but okay. I can definitely tell you that. Actually, so one of the best sexual experiences where I actually realized that sex was beautiful okay. was something I never thought I would be into was pegging my ex. <laughs> and I haven't I really always, pegged anyone yet. I always thought that because I like manly men and I'm like, okay, you know, like I love the whole domination thing. Like I want you to take care of me and that kind of like I in the bedroom. Okay. Like own it. You know what I mean? And I'm also very tall. And so like being tall. How tall are you? Five, eight. Okay. And I lift. So I have some muscle to me. And so I just feel like bigger than most girls. Like I'm not petite or cute. I'm Jess. Do you know what I mean? Like, I walk into a room and they're like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're a bro, you know? I totally noticed the the definition in your arms. So I'm a little background about myself. So I'm an ex-bodybuilder. So in my 20s, I I was fucking, I I was huge. And that was my thing, right? And I've gotten out out of it because of injuries and stuff like that. But like, so that is something that, I'm really into, I'm into the sport. I'm into the, the fitness aspect of everything. And I, that was one thing I noted, like when I asked you about your tattoos, I was checking out your arms and then noticing the tattoos. So that's why I <laughs> said, Hey, I'm noticing your, your sleeve. Can you show it? But yes, I could definitely see that, that definition in your arms. And I think that's so cool. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. that yeah. It means a lot because I had to take a week off, you know, at week five, when you start, a training program and your workouts mm-hmm. change and I started dancing again. So 
I was so sore. I had to take a week off. Felt like shit. So it's, it feels so good to hear that. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then with that, so you were, okay, so you're 5'8". Whitney, how tall are you? I never even asked I'm you how five, tall you were. seven. Okay, so you guys are pretty similar in, in height. I like to, f- I wish I was taller. I really? I like, yeah. So I feel I always big, wear heels. but I wear heels all the time, Like, too. I, I wear a heel of some sort almost every day. Same. Yeah. Like, just an uh, inch or two. Wait, is it just me, or, do, like, do tall girls do heels better than short girls? Fuck yeah. Like, I could run I, a fucking marathon I can, I can in do the nine in, inches. You know the endo boards? <laughs> like, I used to have, like, a, a Sprite bottle with a skateboard in the house, and we would just, like, do balance <laughs> yeah. and shit on it. And I used to do it in heels all the time, and I was, like, better at it in the heels. Yeah. I, I don't know. For me, the, the taller I am, the better I feel. I like it. Until you're just, like, big and not cute. Well, I'm I'm petite. So I'm not petite. I'm thick. Like I'm I'm slim thick though. Yeah, but you, I think you're hot. Like you have you have like a great ass. Like I don't have the. I've I'm just always the, had a bubble butt, but my she definitely's butt, got some ass, folks. Go check it out. But my natural butt goes out to the side, right? Like it's of course for everyone else a perfect little pear shape, but for me, lifting since 15 years old, I freaking I love my big booty and my lifting booty. You're athletic, and that honestly, that is. I guess on a personal note for me, like that is one of the most attractive things for me is when a woman is athletic. I like this. Kevin likes an athlete. I do. Yeah, you like. I'm very into like. I like obsess over my muscles. Interesting. The last time. It's a bodybuilder thing. It's a bodybuilder thing. It absolutely is. Because I've bodybuilded for what? Like 11 how old? 26? Yeah, 11 years. Yeah. Wait, you, you body built it as well? Yeah. So there's a difference, right? Because, like, you could, you could work out and you and you gain muscle and you tone up, but bodybuilding's a whole different world, right? Because you're lifting super heavy, you're eating super clean, you're uh, taking in all these calories and protein. Yeah. So awesome. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. It's been a journey. But also, my favorite part is like, I competed one time. The second time, I actually got fucked over by a coach. I'm pretty sure that she is living lavishly with her new husband Aww. in England after she took all the money from me. But um, Oh, that's fucked up. It was fucked because we were like six weeks in, and then I was like, what the hell am I doing? But I have been more recently thinking about getting back into competitions. It's just something that I want to be able to focus on, and I have some other goals I want to achieve before then. So interesting. So cool. Really, wait, really quick. Okay. Uh, I think that you shouldn't tap, you should tap into calisthenics a little bit because that's what got my body feeling better after Do what, I'm for sorry? so long. Calisthenics. Just simple, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like people who are, you know, the mm-hmm. lame people who do handstands everywhere. Lame people? Mm-hmm. You heard it here. Yeah, sorry. I just, it's like, it's just something that. I can't do a handstand. When I'm pumping all this weight and you're doing Mr. a handstand. Mr. Silver Fox and, can though, and he's my homie. I'm like, when you're doing a handstand at the park and like I can pull 295 pounds, like, come on, we, we can beef it up. But at the same time, then the gym closes and then you want to be the person doing a handstand at the park. So that combined with weightlifting helped with my mobility and my injury recovery. And I felt amazing when I started that. So if that is something that interests you at all, it's just yeah. slower body movement. You know what I mean? More control. Yeah. 
You guys were talking about before I started going off on bodybuilding that you wanted to be taller. So I'm curious if you guys had an ideal height, if you could choose what height you were, what would be ideal for you? I think five, nine for me. Five, five. Five, five. You would go oh, down. So you, want to, so you want to go down. Huh. Okay. I want to be cute. I want to be You cute. want to be like little and cute. I'm like, I want to be a supermodel. I want to be cute. I'm, Nobody looks at you like a supermodel. People look at you and they're like, you're an Amazon. I'm like, I know. You're only one <laughs> inch taller than me. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I feel like well, I would go. I would go bigger. So okay. So how how tall? So you'd be only five nine, only two more inches. Yeah, I don't want to be that okay. tall. I don't want to be like crazy tall. Well, I, just, I would just have you made it sound like you wanted to be. Well, if you're five nine and you throw in a pair of heels, you're like in the six feet. So earlier we were talking, and you kept referring to yourself as a rave mom, and I had never heard of this term. Can you explain what a rave mom is to me? Okay, so a rave mom is, well, a good rave mom is somebody who will not do drugs and will provide the drugs and be the dose daddy. The um, d- okay. Not, and make, like, sure, make sure everyone's okay. We have a meetup spot. We have set times. If you're going to a festival with 11 people and you're all camping and you don't have fest or like phone service because the festival doesn't have towers, you're fucked, right? So me being a rave mom, I am a fake rave mom. I do drugs and I just still dose everybody and I tell them whatever they want to hear. I don't know if that's a good thing. Anyways, this girl, so during my favorite set, Sullivan King, it's this dubstep rhythm. It's this hardcore headbanger, break the rail kind of shit, right? This girl starts crying. Okay. And it was somebody I invited that day to the festival. I was like, girl, you can come with me if you want, you know? And she's like, all right, I guess I'll go. And every time I say I'm not going to invite somebody else because they ruin the time. So I feed her the whole alphabet. Right, like A, B, C, D, E, F. What does that mean? Like, like you fed her the alphabet's worth of drugs? Yeah, like a quarter of my rent. I don't... <laughs> Wait. You were like, here's $800 worth of drugs or whatever. The, I don't know how much Here's whatever is, you want, whenever you want, and but also in a responsible way because I won't give you too much. How is that responsible? I don't know if I should ask you these questions. I'm like backtracking now. Wait, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some girl. I'm like, you're an adult. You can do whatever you want. I. But I just told you you can trust me, and I'm your mom. But I. Will but you were. Li- but I'm not going to let you do too much of anything. Okay. Basically. So yeah. So you basically, much? you take when it comes to like rave, you you basically take care of somebody. Right, but she's saying that everyone. the good ones don't do drugs, but she was on them. No. The, well, the we rave moms, that. we all pretend that we don't do drugs, but we do. Okay. okay. I was just doing acid. It was fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so, anyways, <laughs> I could think so clear on acid. <laughs> Me too. And so she starts crying, right? And I started digging in my fanny pack, right? And this is how the rave mom thing came up, because my fanny pack is full of fun things. And so I didn't get to finish the story, but... Um, I was sitting there, and she started crying, and there's this heavy dubstep set on. Sullivan King's on. I'm right next to this podium, like the speaker set podiums that you can, you're not supposed to climb up, but you can if you are me. And um, anyways, the bass is dropping. Everything's like, 
like fucking rail and you're on acid just going yeah and this girl's crying and i was like and she's like i can't feel any of the drugs that you gave me dude and i was like shut up i was like i gave you a quarter of my rent so you should stop crying because this is a dubstep set and just stop and then i reached in my fanny pack right i unzip my fanny pack and these gushers popped out actual gushers or is this like a drug okay no gushers like gushers Okay, I like yeah, gushers. I bring fruit snacks, gushers, everything for everybody. Snacks, Capri Suns. They all fit in my fanny pack. So we're like four fanny packs, full gushers, and Capri Suns. So I unzip it. This girl is crying, right? <laughs> and then I crack open this gusher pack, and I was like, do you want some fucking gushers? And she was like, oh. And then I shoved them all in her mouth, and she started twerking. And it was the fastest cry to twerk I've ever seen in my life. Cry and to twerk. Ever since then, I've considered myself a real rave mom. Because I provided wow. gushers in a time of emergency. Kevin, have you been to a rave? <laughs> no, I have never done the rave thing. Either. I feel like raving is just not it for me. I don't I, know. I've never even really been a club guy, to be honest. Like, I would never personally. Be person. It's just never been no my my thing. I went clubbing when I was like eighteen. Same here. Clubbing when, that, I was, when I was eighteen. Yeah, and same here, and that's when I learned that it wasn't my thing. It's just expensive, and then, like, I don't know. I would always have one-night stands. It was just dumb. But I went to, to like, a music festival in New Orleans. It was kind of ravey. It was, like, the – it was their Halloween thing. What the fuck was it called? I forgot what it was called. But it was a Halloween festival in New Orleans, and I took a bunch of (laughs) – I'm not going to tell this story. (laughs) Why not? Because I decided I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. So, okay. So, Jesse, what are some deal breakers for you when it comes to dating a man or even to the point of just hooking up with someone? Like, is there certain things that you, they absolutely can't have or have to have in order for something to happen? Um... Honestly, I feel like that's kind of a tough question. Sure. Because there's, like, different ways to, I guess, elaborate into things with people. You know what I mean? Like, there's different vibes you pick up on. I I have a quick I question. I could use an example. Do you use dating apps? I do. You do. Okay, so let's narrow it down. Okay. When you're on a dating app, is there something that you see that is, like, an immediate? Like, so I said earlier, if it says that he lives in a van, like, I'm fucking out. So, for me, that's one. And I also feel that if it is reported vegan, I don't need to know that Christian, yet. Christian, if he's Christian. Okay. I, or Christian. Or, like even, or, or just like religious, I, I just yeah. Can't, I can't do religion. I, I mm. don't fuck with that. I, my name is literally Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah. yeah, I've I date a lot of people who think that they can change that aspect of me. And they're like, you'll get over this one day. And I'm like, bro, I told you who I am. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, so I can't, I can't continue to date these people. What about someone who has a belief, but they don't constantly talk about it or attend church, but they still have a belief in, in a spiritual aspect of things. Is that still a deal breaker? Even if they don't like talk about it to you, like, are they not trying to down- like, it's not a deal breaker to believe in anything for me. Mm-hmm. But if it's to be evident, honest, 
It's it's religion is what it is. You can believe in something. I believe in something. Everyone can believe in who they want to believe in. I'm yeah. not going to shove it down your throat. Um, also, I feel like if like you were considering a partner in anything and wanted children, I personally believe it's important for them to be able to discover that on their own and explore those religious options in their own right mind. Your parents shouldn't push that on you. My parents didn't, and I was able to explore that, and it was <clears> a <throat> really great experience for me because I've explored a lot of things. So it's really important Same. for me to not date somebody who has one mindset towards that kind of thing. Yeah. I agree. I was raised a Catholic, and it was a forced raised. Like, okay, this is the church we go to. This is what we believe in. And it pushed me away from religion. That was the first step of pushing me away from religion. And so what you just described is exactly how I parent my children. Like, I don't don't force them to believe anything. Like, if they want to be an atheist— Okay, more to them. If, if they want to believe in a, a, a certain religion or a certain God or a certain spiritual, whatever the case may be, that I let them decide. I don't, I don't ever pressure them to, to feel like they have to go along with whatever yeah. I believe in. And, and that's my parenting. Like, I, so I, I agree like- with you. My parents both were raised crazy religious. And so when they had me and my brothers, they were like, we'll drive you to these churches and bring And Like my mom used to bring me, but not come in necessarily. And I would go and test out different churches, but like it was up to me to decide. And I did like the community aspect of some of the churches. Like I enjoyed going on Sunday morning and being with other families. And like, I liked really the part after church where everyone like would meet in the basement and eat together and stuff. And I thought there were, there were things about it. I liked, I I ended up deciding not to belong to a church. That was my final answer. And I have never belonged to a church, but I definitely explored churches when I was younger with my parents. help. But at least, at least they gave you that option, you know, they did, but they themselves were like, fuck this shit. Cause they were forced upon it super hard. Like, like nuns beating, you know, Harry talked about getting beat by nuns. I think quite a bit. (laughs) Like the ruler slap. I never dealt with any, you didn't either. I didn't deal with that, but I don't think that's really. And I think that's crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's really important to be able to like choose. And the fact that my mom was like, I'm not going to tell you what I believe in until you figure out what you believe in yeah, was a really huge thing for me growing up because I thought that was such an important aspect of anything. So anyone I date, if if they're going to have a closed-minded... Yeah. Tour, I don't know. I just feel like you have to have an open mind. Like, my mom also is, like, not the most open-minded person. She definitely does a great job, but I could be a better, you know... Yeah. Open-minded person, yeah. so I have to date somebody who's equally on me with that. So, well, and, gonna... you, and you brought up ch- children. So, does that mean you would like to have children in the future? I would like to pay somebody else to have my kids for me. This is a common answer here. Yeah, but you uh, do want to have children, whether or not you give birth to them. But I want them to be them. like m- me, but like I don't want to do it. You don't want to carry them and give birth to them. So I want to. No. I have to interject here, and this is an important statement. So I didn't know. I mentioned on the Bridget episode we talked about giving birth. Bridget and I both answered that neither of us wanted children. Bridget said something how she didn't from her own vagina, and and I said, yeah, don't wreck that shit. Um, well, my sister called me and was like. 
I just want to inform you that it's not the vagina that gets ruined. It is the breast and like breasts. And that is that is the fact. And your tummy. Yeah, I, get stretch marks if she, I don't know that if she didn't mention that in her um, statement, but she just kind of was like, just so you know. Also, I talked about her like I've talked about her in a, a few of the episodes. And I kind of didn't realize she, I t- sent her the first episode not knowing she was going to continue listening. <laughs> and I like keep bringing her up and we have a good laugh about it. Anyway, so Peace that is done. that's her report. It's not the, the vagina that gets wrecked. It's. The boobies and I heard it's just the dirty sock thing. That's what my own, yeah. <laughs> that's what they say. Socks, yeah, they're like socks. it gets they're wrecked. So um, I was gonna that's, say that's not what? always the case though. Right. Well, I think everyone's different, but she kind of just like came in with her defense and was like, just also just so you my know. male friends have reported that women after they have kids actually they grow back to be tighter because they sew you back up after you get ripped. Mm. and the muscles have to contract back and you have to work on it and so like also can you imagine the fucking workout pushing a baby out of yourself but your body is like trust yeah yeah, yeah. that's some heavy muscle work yeah and so i mean anybody who can do that any guy who says that Uh, it's different fucking a girl after she has had a child then it is they're wrong they're I'm not a guy and I've never had a child. Me either. So I was going to say, speaking of like childhood and our parents, when was the first time you saw porn? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like so. how old were you when you came across porn? All right. So how, when, when were I'm, you exposed? So the knew that, the knew that, the moment that I knew that this life chose me and I did not choose it was when I was eight years old, and it was Christmas. Oh. Um, this was back in the day when people still kept magazines and baskets in their bathrooms. Like porn magazines and baskets? But, like, you Just had magazines so many magazines. And like, right. And then, like, you had the little games, like shitting games, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, people kept a lot of stuff in there. So The, the little air ones with the rings? Everything. Just yeah. everything in the bathroom. It, you know like, what I'm talking about? The, the water it games? Bu- like you press yeah. The <laughs> we had yeah. those. The floating bubbles. <laughs> those are the yeah, best. Yeah, and like the I basketball. Want those. Yeah, yeah. They're going to yeah. be on my wish list, guys. I want the <laughs> air bubble ring game. <laughs> That's amazing. And I love those. So oh, I love There was a ton things. of magazines, and I freaking, of course, being me, I scooped to the middle. And I found a Playboy, and I dropped that bitch open, and I saw a centerfold for my first time ever in my life. And in that moment, I I grew up quickly, and so, like, in that moment, I understood. I was like, damn. I was like, that girl is, like, owning it. Like, that took some balls. My The first thought that I did, like, had was, wow. Well, how much confidence did it take to do that? And know that everyone in the world is going to see you. And, like, wow. I did not you think about that at all. Buy, that was my first thought was, like. That's cool. I love that you are strong enough to be that person to know that, like, everyone in the world is going to see this. And I don't give a fuck what you think. I was worried about getting caught with it. I was like, someone's going to fucking find me. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know? I was just, like, I think that's. That's Super cool. Neat. And I think it's because, like, my family was a little bit distant on that aspect of, like, sexual female or female sexualism, I guess, if you want to say. Female sexuality? Yeah. And um, a little bit more old school traditional. So seeing that changed my outlook. And then I came out of the bathroom 
you know, about an hour or two goes by, and they asked me, Jess, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a centerfold. And Stop it. Yep. And they were like, what? And I think that's the moment I realized I was going to be a stripper. Wow. At how, eight. How old were you? Eight. eight. Did but you know I what also, a hold on? Did you up, know what a I stripper started, was? I started at eight. my period when I was nine. I went through puberty very early. I was a very early developed. But you're child. 26. Yes. They, I swear they start earlier and earlier, Kevin. It's all the hormones in the milk. I'm telling because when I was, I'm I was like you, 14. it is the hormones in the milk. The kids are huge now, bitch. These bitches are huge. Yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. different. But also, did you know what a stripper was at that time? Like, I, if you knew you wanted to be a stripper at no, nine, I you knew, knew what a stripper was. By because I didn't know time, what a stripper was when I was nine. By that time, I was just paying attention. Okay. I stri- also, it's different growing up and different aspects of life and so like you see things and right right well you were growing up in a time with more technology than i was when i was growing up like there were no we didn't have a computer in our house or like a cell phones or anything like that or no media so like the porn was in my dad's bedside table and i had to go search for it and i found it (laughs) sure did but i think i was probably i might have been nine or ten when i did find it but I didn't know what a stripper was. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know anything outside of this magazine. I didn't All I knew was what was in the magazine, and I was I didn't. It didn't occur to me that it took courage to be in the magazine, or that like this woman actually existed, or like that her job was to make porn. I just was like, that's Were you the oldest hot. child? No, I'm the youngest. I was the oldest child, so I think that's the difference. Why? I feel like I should know the most because the oldest children should pass down my their knowledge to me. Why do you know the most? You came into the ship blind. Because we are the guinea pig. We're the test Oh, well, okay. Do you know what I mean? No, like, kind of. Do you think they just like, said cool. more around you than I they said around have, the other ones? I might have came out of the bathroom that day and said I wanted to be a centerfold, but they yeah. didn't. They might have taken every playboy out of the bathrooms, but they didn't take every hustler out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, they weren't, like... Hustler's worse also, than Playboy, isn't it? Isn't there, like, sex in Hustler? And, yeah, it's way worse. And uh, That was in yeah, your Playboy parents' is... bathroom? In their, in the magazine in stacks, yeah. Wow. Playboy was just uh, uh, nude photos where Hustler was actually, like, pornographic, sex. like, sexual yeah. intercourse, intercourse photos. Yeah. No, Penthouse is, Penthouse uh, was sexual intercourse, Hustler oh, was yes. sexual photos, <laughs> and... yes. I'm not Playboy was not full nudity. I truly did love the stories, though. Like, I know people are like, I just read it for the articles. It wasn't the articles. I liked the sex stories, the erotica. That was always my fave. Like, I would sneak into my parents' room and read the erotica out of my dad's porns. I like that. Yeah. I like to watch it in the background. You saw your first uh, Playboy at age eight. At what age were you when you saw your first porn video? That's if you remember, question. I we're at the same age, actually. Um, okay. Oh wow. How old so are you? you in, saw like, you saw this grade? magazine, and you were like, "I'm figuring out everything." Fifth grade's I like can. eleven. Fifth grade is 10. Uh, fifth grade's 10. 10. 10. 10. Okay, so I was ten when I saw my first porn video, and wow. it was my best friend and I. Um, she was the youngest of fifteen. And I was the Holy child shit. in my whole family. She was the youngest of 15 children? And I was the oldest of all the children in my family. How, so how many we are were you? polar opposites. There's, I mean, she's the youngest of 15 siblings. I only have one sibling. Okay. 
I have a total of, I think, maximum, what, like, 15 cousins. Okay. In my direct family line, Max. And so, like, we lived two completely different lives. You know what I mean? No matter Mm -hmm. what, even at that young age. So, we naturally went through all of her hot mom shit with all of her hot mom's shit. (laughs) She had a hot mom? Is that right? Yeah. Her mom was hot. Everyone she dated was hot. I can't be a mom. Her sisters were hot. Everyone was hot. It was just... So, there was porn everywhere? she, She was the youngest of 15, and... She had two brothers. So everyone was way older women, and they all were, like, bleach blonde. This is when the three Playboy bunnies. Um, the the hall, girls next the door. Third, the girls next door was on. All her sisters looked like that. Kendra and. Yes. Jenna. No. Ken, Holly. Holly and Chloe. It was Kendra, Holly, and Bridget. <laughs> Um, but so all of her sisters looked like yes. that and me and her, we talked about it. So yeah, they all looked like that. And then her and I were in the fourth grade and, and we so were you, like, like, we want to like, be like, we want to have babies. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then we like kissed each other all the time, all the stuff. And then you we, and your friend. Yeah. And my mom was like, if you're gay, it's okay. And I was like. I don't know how I feel, but we definitely stole all the DVDs and we replaced them with. And then watched them? Yeah. Uh, if you're comfortable saying, what age were you when you lost your virginity? Mm. 14. Me too. Same. Really? Yeah. I feel like nobody else says that. I was 14, but I didn't. I feel like I was <laughs> oh like. Oh, God. My virginity really situation. Early. I was super early. I, I I also started my period, like, before middle school. So, I like, started my I was, period at 13. Not, I had you a said woman. you were nine. I, had, I was wild. in, like, the fourth or fifth grade. It was wild. These kids these days, man. But I, but I was just going to say this. I lost it when I was yeah. 14, and then I didn't have sex again until I was 16. So I had sex yeah. the first time, and I lied and said I wasn't a virgin, and I was on top, and it was this really, like, just weird situation that I was trying to compensate and pretend I was, like, someone I was not, and I had a really in- interesting experience my first time. And, um, I wish we could maybe create something that's more normalizing for kids who are trying uh, to go through their first time, because, like, it's yeah. going to be awkward no matter what, right. but, like, I wish I could make it less awkward for you because, like... It sucks, man. It just sucks. It's never going to be fun for anyone. It just is terrible. When I was in Costa Rica, I did an interview evening where I was walking around town and I was like, when you lost your virginity, was it a good experience or a bad experience? And I asked probably like 45. That's probably way exaggeration. I probably asked 20 people that same question and like two thirds of them had a bad experience. I was like, yeah. And then there was like the one or two that were like, oh my God, it was perfect. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm just wondering, like, with with the people that have bad experiences, are they the person that they lost their virginity to? Was the other person a virgin as well? So he was not for me, and it wasn't a bad experience for me. I was just like I lied and put so much pressure on myself trying to impress this guy, and then pretended I wasn't a virgin and I had to like to be gross, pop my own cherry. I just felt like I and had I to bled do it everywhere, because... and it was really embarrassing. And the bed broke, and it was like my old my Same. friends Why older does the bed always. So break? it was my friends like little brother's bed. We were at a house party, and like 
I went upstairs and fucked this guy and like was pretending to be a virgin, bled everywhere like crazy, and the legs of the bed broke. So like there was all this evidence of this happening. I was 14 years old, so the whole school knew this happened. And I can't say my real name, but Kevin, you know my name. Imagine what they called me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I, I exactly like know what, what the you're... fuck, and then, like yeah. it was this ex- it was this like horrific experience. Whatever, it's fine. It happened, <laughs> and then I didn't fuck again for two years, and then I fucked a bunch. And I, I will tell do. you this: that for your first time, you got hardcore enough to break a bed. Holy <laughs> shit, that's pretty insane. No, we were like on a child's bed, and we weighed too much, but. Maybe also we were hard. Like okay, it was. Also, I don't I feel like a lot of people who have their first times break a bed, and I think it's our lack of rhythm. No rhythm, no coordination. Everyone's like sloppy. Like, beep, we, beep, I didn't know beep, where beep, the fuck. <laughs> all over the place. Not good. Not good. Yeah, and no we could. Vibes. Oh god, no we couldn't fix it. It was such a mess, and I was like, I have to live with this. I switched schools, man. I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> okay, so here's a question. Um, did either of you sleep with the person you lost your virginity to with again? Did you sleep with them again? Mm-hmm. Um, several, several times. Several times? Like once or twice, yeah. I only did once or twice, too. Yeah, like mm. once or twice, and it, I think it was like six years later. I was going to say it was a very long... I wanted to desperately Maybe. for like that whole year after it, it was happened. Like, like I was like enamored actually. to him, and he was not into me at all. Oh, no, and I then like. Him. I had sex with him again years later, and it wasn't as good. And I was like, oh, okay. I literally only fucked him to prove a point when I was streaming. When you were streaming? Like, on Oh, streaming. like at a campsite. Yeah. Yeah. I only fucked him because people knew my virginity story, and that's why. Okay. I wish I could tell the name of the person I lost Same. my virginity to right now because he has the best name ever, but I can't say it because I don't have his permission. Same, and I know that he's going to see this, and I really wish that I could give him a shout-out. Mine's not. You know who you are. I know mine's <laughs> not, but I'm still not going to take that risk. Oh, I, I'm i not going to do that. Mm. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Um, okay, here's another question. Have you either of you guys taken anyone's virginities? Yes. Who's got a V-card among us? I do. Uh, Uno I, mas. I have, as far I as have I several. How many? Oh, oh several. Wow. Several. No, really. okay. How many? How many? How many? Uh-huh. Um. Oh my god! I, you, don't know. you don't know? That's like a fucking not, badge of honor. I would be like, it's eleven. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I'd say twelve. It, it's a bitch. <laughs> it's at least four, possibly more. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Dope. Obviously, I only gave out one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. Like eighty five percent sure that I was given one on like pretending not like so I fucked the, okay well, let me just tell the story yeah so it. I fucked this guy on from Instagram I had like just got back into town I was I was bored whatever and this little like skater punk kid on Instagram was like hey hollering at me and um I don't know he why but I was just this. like I was like you know what yeah just come over fuck it whatever like let's go and um he was like this it was just like. I realized it as like it was happening. It was so jackrabbity and crazy. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's a fucking virgin. I am fucking, uh-huh. I am fucking a virgin right now. <laughs> that sucks. Like he seems so suave on the FaceTime. And he was like really cute, like good looking. But like once he got to my house, I was like, this kid's like literally, this has never happened before. So oh, we hooked so up. Excited. And then I did talk to him for like an hour and a half or more after the session was over. 
because he lasted like no time at all. Um, and he was like, can you tell me what I could do? Or like, what should I have done different? And I was like, oh my God, he's not going to admit oh, yeah. like, he was a virgin. So I think I might have one is the whole point of the story. I gave away one and I may have one. So I'm breaking even. Okay. <laughs> You're negative one. Uh-uh. V card. You took a V card? Yeah. How many? I've taken at least one. At least one. I like There's that. There's like Do you two want or them? three. No, not really. No. I think it's Honestly, different for men. I just want you to go fuck everybody else and then like get experience and Come learn back. Yeah. what All like the... learn how to take instruction and also learn what I like and learn where my shit is and learn what different kinds of vaginas look like I really, so that you get it. I yeah, definitely guys need to like guys need to see yourself. quite a few vaginas. Like, like that's eat some pussy, bro. I don't, um, even... I don't wanna have to suffocate you every time, but I'm down, but like I won't I don't even care if they like eat the vaginas or not, but just they need to see a number of vaginas because vaginas are all so different. Also, but... yeah, careful where you're jamming that thing. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> God. I mean, do, I have no idea what's going on with people giving away their, their I mean, cards anymore. I mean, I'm just saying, like, think about how much that changed from the time that the people that raised us grew up as opposed to when we grew up. Well, yeah. Right? Where they didn't ever have sex until they get married. And then now, growing up, it was, like, a big deal to, like, you know, give somebody your virginity and, like, right. take somebody's virginity. And now that sex is available literally at the palm of your hands at any point in time, you can open your Instagram and see if her ass cheeks flapping. But I think... Like, is it important anymore? Okay, so this is what I think. I think it's still going to be one of those things that, like, your V-card story is your V-card story, no matter what. For but sure. I bet that people lose their... <laughs> I'm going to just keep saying this. V-card. I think they lose their V-cards in a more, like... um arranged way i bet now i don't know I'm do this is me guessing i don't know if i was young I mean, right now with technology guessing, right you know what I mean? if i was young growing up in this age and with all this technology and i was like okay i don't want to be a virgin anymore i'm going to arrange it through the internet somehow and then i would go arrange fucking do an it. orgy i would probably sell mine if i was younger oh i wanted to ask you what you're <laughs> you're not gonna like this question right. so you worked in strip clubs yeah. and i was gonna say like what has been your best and worst like guest interactions, if you have any that you can think of. I think probably my worst guest interaction would have to be the time that I was, so backtrack a little bit, I was a dancer, and then I became a cocktail waitress and a bartender for a few years, and then recently went back to dancing. Um, after leaving dancing and porn, I went into cocktail waitressing and was holding eight Draft beers on a tray. Eight draft beers. Right. Um, this guy ran up to me and slapped my ass so hard it left a welt. And all eight beers slid over and just, like, dumped everywhere. It was my first, like, I think 12 or 13 minutes was the number of work. Like, welcome it to my been, shift. It was my first. Literally, these Ugh. guys sat down, and I was only clocking in because they already sat down. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was in a rush to get on the floor. And so, this dude slaps my ass. All these drinks fall. And then he, something inside of me. This is your worst guest interaction, correct? This is, like, one of, I mean, one of them. This is definitely one that really sits with me. Oh. I probably shouldn't have asked this question. No, because it's not, like, that bad. It's Brad for him, mentally, for sure. Why would happen? 
Well, because then after that, he ran. And, like, because he saw me. Because there was, like, maybe a half a beer left on the tray. And you guys have security in the clubs, right? Yeah, so they knew I had that. Okay. Um, He turned around, and I dropped the rest of the beer that was on my tray. And then I um, chased him towards the bathroom. And right before he ran into the bathroom, I grabbed him by the hoodie, turned him around, and I said, what makes you think it's okay for you to disrespect a woman like this in this fucking environment where you paid to get in? I don't care who you are or what you do for a living. This is illegal, and I can have you arrested. And he was like, well, maybe if you weren't such a whore, I wouldn't have touched you like that. And oh, then my God. I, I don't know, something came over me, and I had, like, Darth Vader mode, and I grabbed him by the throat, and then I pulled him up against the wall, and then the bouncer came over and was like, it's Jeez. okay, he's had enough. So what's Good your best you. experience? <laughs> Whoa! Hon- oh my honestly, God. like, I, I was really hoping, like, I didn't want to interrupt your story, but I was really hoping when he smacked you, like, I was hoping when you spilled those beers, you took that tray, turned around, and fucking knocked him out. I thought she was going to say she hit him with the tray. Oh no! That, that's what I was, I was picturing. I was picturing a tray to the face. It was that's way exactly more what I was saying. Than like, I described it too. Like I, I chased him. I mean, he ran. Ew. He was trying to escape from me. Like what a piece <laughs> of shit to, to yeah, have the nerve to to go into a business like that, and then have the audacity to not only to act that way but tell me how to bring you me. down or cut yeah. you down. Yeah. Cut to cut you down and to belittle try to belittle you like that when he's in that business providing himself like what a piece of shit right you know like I mean? you're here paying for it fuck off exactly. well, and that's what yeah. I don't said. come in and then call me names for doing the job you're paying me to fucking do yeah right. fuck ass you, I'm like, suck a dick I'm like, didn't you pay like 20 dollars to get yeah. in yeah you would literally fund my job Ugh. what's I your mean, best experience my best experience yeah. at the club Okay, so the, actually my best experience at the strip club, this is super sappy, but Ooh. was meeting my best friend in probably my entire life. Um, we randomly, we always came across each other. We were both the same kind of workers. We were dancers. And um, randomly one day we got an invite for a social event, you know, for another girl we were mutual friends with. We added each other on Facebook. We both... Uh, have the same like physical hobbies or rock climbing like scuba diving skydiving we just we both do a lot of crazy adrenaline shit okay um Mm. and one of those things is like shooting guns and so we both went pee at the same time we walked out in our stripper heels in the locker room of this strip club with our panties down because it's a fully nude strip club and you have to check your pussy before you go on the floor wait you have to check your pussy before you go on the floor. Well, after you go pee, what if the toilet paper gets stuck? You gotta bend yourself over in the mirror and make sure there's no teepee. You're talking your about pussy. you're talking about walking out of the stall of the bathroom into the bathroom, not into like the, the club locker itself. room. Got it. Is the bathroom? Got it. Okay. I for some reason was picturing you on like out in the. But club. this is like a full visual. I okay. Mean, it's yes. just a no, bathing I get it. suit top. I got you. In our panties down, right. and we're both like waddling in seven, so you can in check seven the folds. inch heels <laughs> to the bathroom sink to wash her hands. And then right after that, she looked me in the mirror, and we had just became Facebook friends the day before, and she was like, hey, do you shoot guns? And I was like, yep. And uh, I was like, do you? She's like, yep. And I was like, want to hang out? And we hung out two days later, and we've been best friends ever since. And we, she's like my family, like my sister, like my 
absolute gem. I love human. that. That's awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. So that's the best experience I've ever had at the strip club. I like it. So Shout cool. I like it too. I feel like we should like end on a positive note. That was great. I mean, she is like the light of my life. So yay! All right. Well, I'm super like stoked that we got to do a two parter with you because I do feel like we didn't get to accomplish everything in the first hour like we like originally planned, like what we normally do. And so this was fantastic. And I guess for the listeners right now, where can they find you? Like where on what social media can Yes. Can they find you at and and what is your username on all of these? Um, so right now I'm on Twitter, OnlyFans, uh, Instagram, Snapchat. Everything is Jesses Christ at J E S S I S C H R I S T nine one nine. And okay. that is how on all of those my link tree is attached to that and you can find the rest of my socials through there. Cool. Jesses Christ. Jesses Christ. Jesses Christ. Jesses Christ. Jesses Christ. <laughs> Well, thank you thank so you much, so and, much you know, for having me. Spending a lot of time with us. I bet this is a lot more than you expected. It's a lot more than we expected to be completely It's a honest. lot more than we expected. But at least I got that pee break earlier. I, cl- I climbed under a table. There was an emergency pee break. I thought the dog went missing at one point. This is an eventful. If you don't follow us, please follow, subscribe to this podcast. We would really appreciate it. Send it to your friends. Yes. Yeah, send it to all your friends. Absolutely. Thank you so much.